New McCrispy Bacon Deluxe, now at Macca's. Jess and Ducco. This is the Jess and Ducco podcast. It's Jess and Ducco, welcome to the podcast team. X. X. Are you talking about Twitter? No, I'm talking about the letter for alphabet. Oh, no way, you got to wait. Oh, jeez, we haven't even clicked a listen Why? yet. Why? What do you mean? I think at 30 seconds is when we can tick over to getting a oh. listen. But does that count the ad at the start? Oh, That's I don't know. Seconds. Okay, what about this? Stay with We've got a question. Oh, we do have a question. Have so we... the letter is X, but do you want to know a question? Because we're going to give it to you. You tell me when we you can say You just wait. you got another five seconds here. Okay. You, I'll tell you what, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. And now. Gaming console. Ooh, Xbox. Xbox. Do you game, Shy Guy? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say I'm a gamer, but I have a PlayStation. I play that every question. Once a week. Every question we ask you, it's like, a, it's like, a, yeah, not really. Yeah, because I'm simple. <laughs> you're not, <laughs> but you're not passionate. It's not about being simple. Like, I'm what, not passionate what, about what, it. Well, yeah, what, what do puts you love? In your pencil? What do you love? Nothing. Come on, what? you love you love your job. You love your job. I do love my job. You love us. I love you guys. Does well, music? Is there is there a song or a musician? Who would you pay money to go see? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, what about artist? a good meal? Oh, I haven't paid money to see an artist in a long time. Oh, all right. Ooh, Someone's right. hooked yeah, up in the radio. Email people at the label. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've talked about your mum's lasagna, but does that put lead in your pencil? Yeah. Does that no, make you excited? It's, it's... <gasps> what gets you from six or midnight? His feud is fuel. He's not like, I'm, I'm excited yeah, yeah, yeah. about that. What about a red frog? You said that's a little treaty. <laughs> it doesn't fuel me. doesn't make you excited. What gets you going? Just, that's it. Uh, I like cars. Cars are cool. Oh, okay. Okay. I read up about cars so if, regularly. So if your birthday, June 24, mm-hmm. is that what you told eight. me? Eight. Anyway, I've written it down. Close if enough. If Ducko and I pulled together and said, mm-hmm. shy guy, we're sending you to Melbourne, you're going to the Grand Prix. That'd be great. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. That's a little it's bit exciting. Very, very um, yeah. generous. Expensive to do. Very it's, generous. It's not happening. If anyone just... from the Grand Prix is listening. But yeah. yeah, yeah, so yeah send yeah. an email, Ducko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like way too late at that point too. Yeah. Okay. okay. Stop ruining my hypothetical. He's a glass half empty guy. He truly is. Uh, he's a realist. You know, we need, you and me, we float in the clouds. We, we need Chargo to bring us back down sometimes. I think that's what a lot of, I hear celebrants use that analogy a lot about mm. dreamers and realists because you yeah. need, dreamers need the realists to keep their feet on the ground and living in the real world. So but true. the realists need the dreamers. So sometimes they can have a bit of a smile on their dial. Yep. We are the dreamers in Shy Guy's life and he's the realist in ours. Innovators and levitators, you know what I mean? Oh! Sure. Yeah. Thank so you. what are we? Levitators. We're levitators. You're the levitators. We're yeah. do a leap of levitate. Yeah, we're getting that. We're just chucking things up there. And you he's an innovator, yeah. sending emails to record labels to get yeah. free concert tickets. Yeah. Getting biscuits. Yeah. I've tried for Taylor, no luck. Uh, did we pay for our own Arnott's biscuits for Shy Guy Dips, our biscuit segment? Yes, we did. Ah, you couldn't have sent an email? Well, no, we do it first. And then, oh, then see. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, the yeah. issue recoup, is, though? Recoup, if Arnott's sponsors, that means we can't do any other biscuit that's not Arnott's. It might pigeonhole us. Well, that's why we just put an end date on the uh, partnership. I would love oh, to hear. I would like to hear him describe Tiny Teddies. Oh, my God. Because they all look one. the same. They do. <laughs> Well, yeah. The chalk chip ones are spotty again. Yeah. We could get that and wonderful description of I can't spotty. wait till you run out of descriptions for biscuits. Then we're going to move on to something else. Yeah. yeah. How do we v- no, yeah. I can't wait to do a yeah. crisp because him trying to describe mm. f- flavours, particularly the Red Rock Deli ones that are like Moroccan lamb yeah. and mashed potato. I had a Parmesan Red Rock Deli one the other day. Oh, my God. I think I've tried those. It's very good. Unreal. It's very good. Yes, yes, At first yes. it tastes a bit funky and then you're like, no, this is everything. This is growing on me. Yeah. The aftertaste is beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, X, X and yep. a gaming console. Gaming console, yeah. And, you know, shall I go say something exciting? Exciting? <laughs> Man, you, you walked into my the bad. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. 
Jess and Ducko. Right now, team, perhaps your weekend was a little bit lacklustre when it comes to the bedroom. And you're thinking, well, what can I do about it, Jess? Well, lucky you've come to the program at this time on this day. Because there's been a hard-hitting report, Ducko. Yes. An investigative report, if Good. you will. The headline, the foods that help women enjoy better sexy time. Great. Science showing, how's this for the, the to lure me in? Yeah. Science is showing that regular sexy time does appear to boost mental and physical health. I think we did know that. Yep. We knew about, you know, the arteries flowing, the blood pumping. Well, I didn't know it was a science, but I've certainly said that. Absolutely. But uh, well, now there's research to back Bang, it up. Bang, there we go. Didn't realise it was this high, though. Those having sexy time 52 or more times a year, approximately weekly, have half the mortality rate of those having sex once or less a year. So if you're doing oh, it more, right. you like can it's good for you. Live longer. Is it like car- it's like it's like a cardio workout, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. They're not saying it should be your only cardio or exercise, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's certainly helping to live longer lives. It reduces inflammation. <laughs> and we know inflammation is the enemy. There you go. But when we talk about the foods that can help our our women in particular, okay? okay? Chocolate obviously coming up to Valentine's Day, you might be thinking I'm going to get the missus yeah. a box of choc. Good. However, you best make it dark chocolate Uh. because the milk and sugar in milk chocolate kind of counteracts the benefits that cocoa can give you. So make it dark and make it bitter. You're going to get that dark cocoa. It increases blood flow, peaking around 90 minutes after eating, which is good for the downstairs. Like dark chocolate infused with a bit of sea salt or orange peel. Oh, hello. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Uh, If dark chocolate's not your thing, though, it is an acquired taste. It is. What about an onion? Huh? They There's nothing packed. sexier than gnawing into an onion pre pre <laughs> Mate, Tony Abbott, he, he enjoyed a raw onion <laughs> He knew something we didn't Mate, from a long time they ago. They are packed with flavonoids. Isn't that a sexy chemical component of food? They work very well. Of course, the effect on the breath, maybe not so good. And, but, so this gets the chick in the mood. That's exactly it, because it increases blood flow. So I'm just chopping up, dicing up onion. Like, Do you want a spoonful of this onion? It's exactly, fantastic. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe you, you can do that thing. You know how maybe you'll dip a strawberry in chocolate? Yeah. Feed it to her. Yeah, yeah. She'll dip something in chocolate for yeah. you. Nah, just give her a spoon of onion. Good onion. Then you give her yourself a spoon of onion. I'll put some onion. onions on the pan with olive oil. It just smells good. What are you cooking? Hello. Just onions, babe. Well, when we speak about smells, sniffing lavender. There you go. I thought, are we eating lavender? No, no, just sniffing lavender. So okay. if you've got some sort of pillow spray, perhaps, yep. you can eat your onions and then smell some lavender. Good. Another one is to eat soy-based foods. But you'll like this one, Ducko. One woman took it too far. She yeah. was 44 years old. She was on an exclusively soy-based diet. Yeah, she was trying to get some. She had to go to the gynecologist. Huh? Because she was self-pleasuring 15 times a day. 15 times a day. She reported an increase in desire, and when they investigated, they went, talk to us about your diet. That was one of the questions. She's I'm just punching soy and onions. She goes, I've had an almost exclusively soy-based diet for a month, and they went, yeah. Calm down on the soy. So soy really gets you going. Soy gets you like going. Like soybeans. Soybeans, soy... soy milk, a glass of soy milk. There you go, shy guy. <laughs> hey, hey, now we know why you do it, big That's guy. That's right. <laughs> so just be careful. There, You can't be punching too many okay. onions. Lavender sniffing. I mean, pleasuring yourself 15 times a day, does she work? That's where what is she up to? Time. What are you doing? Uh, WFH, babe, working from home. That's so She's true. She's just turning off the camera on her Zoom meeting. <laughs> just sliding it across. <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. Right now, it's Jess and Ducko. Uh, well, guys, we're jumping over to India. 
You know, I give you all the great Indian news. You do. I'm good with it. I'm waiting for an update on the butter chicken saga. I know about that. Yeah. The family. Well, remember I told you there was so many. Uh, there was so many cases in the Indian law system in the courts. We'll have to follow up in about five, five six years, years time. Yeah, yeah. If we're still here. Sure. Uh, anyway, we spoke about this last year in May. Actually, it's good to circle back because I know everyone was very concerned about the pigeon, the spy pigeon, the Chinese spy pigeon that was found in Mumbai. Not a day goes by that I don't think about the spy pigeon ducko rotting away in a jail cell, falsely accused, my opinion. Well, Where's Kim Kardashian getting innocent victims out of prison? In the pigeon out. Yeah, why isn't she doing the animal law? That's right. Well, falsely accused. Interesting you say that because it has been almost a year since this uh, Mumbai police found this pigeon. Had two rings on its legs. One had Chinese script and the other had a microchip. Yeah. And they thought this is a Chinese spy. Look, it was sus. It was sus. I mean, particularly when Russia had spy dolphins going around for a time there. (laughs) And that's legitimate. They did. (laughs) Dolphins with lasers. Yes. Uh, So detectives had the pigeon held, of course, at the Biosecopay Dinshu Petit Hospital for Animals on suspicious and being involved in espionage. Um, did, someone's had a coffee already. Did you get that? Unbelievable. You say it fast. It sounds like you said it correct. Uh, yes. Uh, anyway, I want to give you guys the report of where it was. The pigeon on Tuesday yes. has been set free. Vindication! The pigeon has been set free because the police investigation determined the pigeon was not a Chinese spy. Instead, it had been involved in an open water race in Taiwan and wandered off course, ending up in India. Oh, that explains, like, the Chinese script. The script and, the, and the map and the microchip. What do you mean an ocean race? Yes, I was looking People this up. Like, there's nowhere to land. I'm going to turn left. <laughs> Quick, go to Mumbai. I'm tired. <laughs> he wanted a butter chicken, just ducked on in. <laughs> so I've been looking up this um, this race. Apparently, it's sort of like an underground race they do in China. 734 pigeons race. There's, like, $2.32 US million on the line in these races. Wait, like, what do you mean? So they set the pigeons loose and expect them to cross an ocean? Yeah, it's like, apparently, it's a very cruel to the animals and highly illegal and dangerous, and they're trying to shut these down, but this pigeon was one of those. So this pigeon's actually had a really tough life, 100%. gets to India, and then the Indian police arrest it. Unbelievable. Ducko, you are now the expert on pigeon racing. Thank you so How much. How do they make them keep going? Like, you said 734 mm. pigeons. Where are the other 733? We now know this one ended up in India. Well, it says a lot don't make it. Oh, is that, yeah. Don't make the cross. Course. Yeah, don't make the big crossing. So this one's actually probably a smart pigeon. It's like, I know I'm not going to survive. Yes. I'm going to jump over to I'm India. I'm going to go find land. India will welcome me with open arms. And then they get there. And of course, in the Basketball Dinshu Petit Hospital for Animals, it was not welcomed with open arms. He's kept locked to his bed. He's kept locked to probably his little bed. questioned every day. God forbid, might have been waterboarded. How was he treated? You know what's going to happen now. What's Tell it? all book. <laughs> pigeon book. This is Jess and Ducko. Taking you back uh, to the 90s. 1960s show of Batman. <laughs> Do you remember this show, Jess? Is this the first Batman? Yeah, Adam West played Batman and Burt Ward played his trusty sidekick, Robin. How embarrassing. My only knowledge of OG Batman is modern-day family guy. <laughs> because the mayor is Adam West. Yes, and he played Batman. Batman. Yes. So this is based off the comics. Yep, this is where they wear the tight little Spanx kind of outfits. This is where they have to go... Yeah, cool. Yep. All um, that. And yep. they like they do the weirdest things, like they go to burger joints and stuff like that. And it's very strange. Everyone they just walk around the street. Batman's like, I've captured all the baddies. Now I'm hungry. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm gonna get a bad burger. Let's make an episode out of it. Now, uh, an article has come out because Burt Ward, who plays Robin, of course, Robin, and especially you, you're a growing boy, and you need your nutrition. Uh, you also might remember him saying things like, "Holy whiskers." 
um, his great catchphrase, like Holly Whiskers. Holly Whiskers. He uh, he had a tight lycra suit on, okay? these of suits course, These suits did. are iconic. Yes, yes, they both did. However, some groups at the time didn't approve of how exposed his downstairs was on television. Holy birthday cake. Um, so... When you say exposed, like bulge. Bulge. I could see bulge. Basically, the Catholic League of like Decency. The, like the olden day grey track pant where you can really see. You can see. really see everything. <laughs> uh, so the Catholic League of Decency filed a formal complaint with the network saying that Robin had a very, very large bulge. Holy ball and chain. Yeah, you can say Holy that again, Robin. Not Adam West, not no, Batman, no, no. the sidekick Robin. How funny is this? Complaints were directed at him and not Batman himself. Bert added in this story, with Adam, they just put Turkish towels in his undershorts, obviously to make it bigger. Okay. Oh, did he need padding? <laughs> well, this is, Whereas I don't know. Bert's all natural. Bert's saying he's all natural. Are we sure Adam West wasn't the head of this Catholic board of decency? Ah, just trying going, to shrink Robin back down to reality. Right, I'm the main character here, son. Yes, that could be it. <laughs> well, the complaint was taken very Seriously, the studio escalated to the point where a director allegedly prescribed medication to Bert um, that would that would shrink him up. Holy shrinkage! Shrinkage pills. He would. They, he basically gave him shrinkage pills. Holy shrinkage! To try and shrink him up. He then started and then he taking it into them. the program. Holy shrinkage! <laughs> How's this? He started taking them. He took them for a few days when he realised that these probably aren't good for me, and he could maybe it could affect him having children. He stopped doing it, and I just used my cape to cover it instead. <laughs> That's all I had to do. Just a bit of costuming. I'll just swing my cape this way and that to cover my bulge. I can't believe they made him take pills. I know. So, I, producer Shy Guy, what, mm. uh, could you please Google what kind of pills one would take if they wanted to shrink? Like, yes. I've never heard of anyone wanting to no, go well, the other that's way. exactly it. Is it even a Google search? Well, when you search it, a lot of things, like, counter for that. So, it's, like, assuming that you would have a small penis and you would like that to be bigger. Uh, Was yes. it, like, did you mean how yeah, to yeah. increase? Did you mean do you want to increase it? Yeah, not decrease. might happen and how to fix it. But um, there was a certain ingredient in some drugs, um, funasteride. Sure. Okay. That's the ingredient. That's the ingredient that uh, doctors uh, prescribe when they're doing, like, surgeries and stuff down there. Holy whiskers. And they want to make it smaller. I suppose. I see. Okay. Okay. Mate, the 60s, man. It was a wild time. How's this? The director's just like, hey, Bert, come here. Robin, your your penis is way bigger than Batman's. You need to take these pills. The Catholic decency board are angry. (laughs) They're coming after you, man. (laughs) Jess and Ducko. Oh, God. Your girl, Demi Lovato. If I ever did that, I think I'd have a heart attack. Oh. What's D-Love up She's She's... She's made headlines yeah. over the weekend for all the wrong reasons. Okay. Demi was invited to sing. Obviously, incredible voice. Yeah, she has a great voice. Incredible singer. Invited to sing at the American Heart Association's yearly fundraiser. That's it's a called tough gig. the Red Dress Collection Concert. And oh my God, Demi looked amazing. This huge red ball gown. All right. Ten song set. So. Bang for your buck. She's, doing, ten, she's got she's ten. She's got ten songs. She's got she? ten songs. You know that. Baby, I'm sorry. Yeah, this one. Yeah. This is my favourite of Demi. Anyway, so she's up there doing her thing. Yeah. But one of the songs she's chosen. Now, remember I've told you, yeah. American Heart Association, all right? That was who was putting on this affair. Right. It was a fundraiser, and it was actually to pay respect for those who have survived cardiac arrest and raise awareness of cardiovascular disease. Okay? Oh, I so see. So quite a serious affair. Yes. American Heart Association. One of the 10 songs Demi chose to incorporate is her banger called Heart Attack. <laughs> Yeah, right. She's probably thinking, 
This is spot on. This is spot on. This will get them. This is the thing, Daco. X has blown up, yeah. obviously, formerly known as Twitter. Yeah. Anwar has posted, not Demi Lovato singing Heart Attack for women with cardiovascular problems. Goodbye. <laughs> Cancelled. Here's her singing it at the, uh, the gig. Yes. Imagine just sitting in the audience being like, what did she say? Wait a minute, I survived a heart attack. Did she say heart attack? Has she penned a song called Heart Attack? Now, this is the thing. As I said, X has blown up. There's at least three tweets that I can see. At least three. But Demi has responded. And she said, I survived a heart attack in 2018. She she suffered a heart attack and three strokes, okay? Oh, see, now that changes things. It does change things. She's not saying, though, the song's about heart attacks, though. She's talking about the strong mind-heart-body connection, the song has many parallels for me. It's about opening yourself up after heartbreak. It's about taking risks. Still sounds like a heart attack to me. But... And not being afraid to do it again. You know, yeah. it's about getting back on the horse. So true, Demi. But a lot of people are just going, Demi. She has people, though. They'd be like, all right, Demi, 10 song set, heart attack ball, for, you know, yeah. surviving cardiac arrest. You'd be like, do you want to sing heart attack? Do you want to sing heart attack? That'll work. It'd be like if go. Britney Spears sang Toxic at a Survivors of Poisoning convention. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like Justin Bieber singing Yummy at a benefit for people with no taste buds. For everyone playing along at home. It'd be like like Taylor Swift singing You Need to Calm Down to a room full of women stressing about how late their boyfriends have stayed out. Shy guy, stop it. She literally asked me to get these three songs. Do you have these songs? Get these songs. She's worked on them for the last 15 minutes. And she goes, I've got jokes here, Ducko. I was like, okay. I've got some jokes. I'm pretty proud of that. Oh, I've, got, I've, got some, I've got some jokes here, Taco. Angus went out for drinks yesterday, and I literally called him crying, being like, come on, you've been out too long. So it would be like if Taylor Swift yeah. then came to my house and sang, you need to calm down. It wouldn't help. I don't think that's got the severity of a heart attack, though. I don't think that. No, but the room for her is full of women stressing. So that song is inappropriate. Like Demi Lovato. Where would you find a room full of women stressing? It'd be tough to find. No, well, me. That was me in my living room yesterday. <laughs> hey, good gear, mate. That was, that was some Thank great jokes. Thank you so much. Uh, That's why I get paid the big We're firing on a Monday. <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. Can't be. Can't be. Can't be. It can't be. It's time for Jess and Ducko's It Can't Be. I promise we are going to fix that. We're going to make it a bit more upbeat. Shy Guy, did you make that? Jeez. Come on, mate. For a Monday. That sounds like your Saturday night. (laughs) Yeah, it's accurate. (laughs) Yeah, I'll take that. We need to pep the people up for a moment. Come on, Shaga, what do so you got a, for us? It's a quiz with a twist. You're quiz with give a twist us, is what we're going with. You're going to give us yep. a question with a twist. With a rule. Let's do it. All right, first question. A can per, I just say, uh, yeah, can yeah. I just say before we to raise the stakes, last year, last week I wasn't firing because I'd come off the back of a wedding on the Monday. You had a, 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 bit a, slow. a wedding from Byron Bay. Yeah, and Jess was just firing all cylinders. But this week I'm firing. And you're right. This week I am not. Yes. I left my phone at home. Let's go. Oh, my God, I woke the kid up. Let's yeah. go. Okay, right. okay. A bird with no wings. Um, a bush turkey. Ah, that's oh, geez. What do you mean a bird with no wings? Uh, how do you... this bird? Yeah, but they still have wings. They just like, can't fly still... with. Is them. that like an emu? Penguins. Emus. Do emus penguins are... is what I had on my list. But penguins have wings. They oh. all have wings. They just can't fly. Shy guy. Come next on. question. Come so on. If you Google oh. birds penguins. with no wings, kiwi comes up and penguins. 
Does a kiwi not have wings? It doesn't oh. have Google. I it just thought they don't use them. No, it doesn't have them. What do you call the arms of a penguin? Are they not wings? Yeah, I guess they're like little arms, like little flaps. It um, has tiny, tiny wings, but cannot fly. <laughs> it right, says they've fine. got wings. We Ducker, will. while we're doing it, what do you call the things of, on a penguin? Uh, what do you call like the... The arms? What do you call <laughs> arms on penguins? Uh. What do you call penguin arms? Oh, jeez. I mean... Uh, uh, too, see, they don't have them. Arms. You said penguins, you got the oh, point. Flippers. flippers. Oh, jeez. This is making us sound very intelligent. Right, we're all learning together. We are. School's right, back, baby. So, Shy Guy, you got that wrong. Yeah, Shy Guy. Right, we'll put that as a practice question. Okay, okay, good, good, good. All right. A song that isn't about love. Sexy back? Uh, oh, it's probably mm, in that category. Gonna... Oh, my God. Heart attack, Demi. No, she just said that was about love. <laughs> Paint the town red. Oh, a <laughs> song that isn't about love. She's y- yummy. Sorry. Oh, my God. Shake it off. Surely yes, that well, is on my list. That and the Jackson 5 Santa Claus is coming to town was the only two I came up with. Jeez, that's really hard when you think about songs. Oh, my goodness. All the songs are about love. Yeah, not so bad. All I've had on repeat. All Is Shake It Off not about love? Nah, it's about shaking off your haters. I thought it was shaking haters. off the former ex and stuff like that. Nah, it's haters. Okay, all right. I'll <laughs> give that to Jess. Thank you, Zucko. All right. All right, next question. Yes, quickly. A search engine that isn't Google. Yahoo. Yeah, we'll give you that one. I thought you were firing. Uh, mate, so did I. <laughs> and then I found, Stop taking now, a sip of your drink. <laughs> no, I was, uh, yeah. you bring it to To be lips. honest, I forgot how the game worked until he did the first one with the birds, and then he got <laughs> and a wrong. I'm yeah. very confused. <laughs> okay, and now I'm working out penguins have flippers. and yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about the penguins. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A city not in the USA. Melbourne. Yep. I was thinking Melbourne as well. Yeah. Are we one apiece? Uh, I think Jess is two. Thank I'm you. I'm one. All right. You want me to do anything else? Or? No, no, no. Here we go. <laughs> I only have one more question. <laughs> so we either go to a tiebreaker. Yeah. All right. Uh, a non-Australian airline. Duck on American Airlines. <laughs> I don't know why I said my yes, name. Okay. <laughs> I said, well, I gotta, we need a tiebreak question. All I could think oh, of God. was Ansett. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre it's, where your brain goes. It's so bizarre. It's just they're incredible. They're not even relevant. They're not even existing anymore. Ansett, no. Ansett. Um, um, so do we have a tiebreak yeah, one? Um, okay, here we yep. go. This is high stakes. A country that doesn't have the letter C in it. Australia. <gasps> She's good. Yep. She's taking it out. She's taking she's it taking out. She's taking it out. She's been awake since 1.30 a.m. All, I was, thinking, still all I was thinking was Canada. <laughs> that's all I was thinking. It's that's, a fun quiz. And that's where Tate McRae's from. <laughs> anyway, shall I go work out your questions? Yeah, yeah and come up with more. Oh, okay. And learn about penguins. Dodos have little wings. <laughs> Do they? Right now, it's Jess and Ducko. Hey, some quick Taylor Swift news for you guys, because I know everyone's loving her right now. Let's fast forward. Made it to her day, baby. Grammys are on. And she's also, it's her first Super Bowl. That's right, her boyfriend is playing in the Super Bowl. Tell us who, tell us who played the Super Bowl in her first year. How exciting is that? Are you seeing all these headlines about how Americans, well, conservative Americans, think Taylor Swift is some sort of covert operative for Biden? Oh, yeah. Yep. She's she's right now, she's the head of the Illuminati. She's, she's genuinely the most powerful person on the planet. Absolutely. Right now, 100%. And she's not commented on so much that she's being dragged into. It's she's wild. like, I'm in love and I'm doing my tour. Leave me alone. Just let me go. <laughs> yeah. So I heard this thing. So the Super Bowl, which is obviously in Vegas, uh, literally this time next week, mm-hmm. Monday week, um, it is the most expensive Super Bowl in the history of Super Bowls. Okay. In terms of in how terms much of it's bringing price, in, oh, okay. ticket price. And I don't think it's for the halftime show, which is Usher. Something tells me he's not jacking the prices up that much. How sad for Usher, Ducker. I didn't even know he was doing the halftime show. No, because everyone I've just... I've not seen one headline about Usher. They're, trying to, they're promoting a little bit, I suppose. Yeah. But 
it's it's big news, Not obviously. More than they're promoting that Travis Kelsey wore a silver chain necklace that looks like one she wore on an album cover ten years ago. Exactly. <laughs> and this is why it's going to be the most expensive Super Bowl ever. Do you want to know how much a GA ticket is to go see the Super Bowl in Las Vegas this year for the 49ers versus the Chiefs? So just for a footy fan, so to it's go a perfect to the Super Bowl. Yep. So they're saying first time in Vegas, that's a big one. Um, obviously the Taylor Swift factor. Taylor Swift brought in other fans who were just like, yeah, I'll go see some football, but I want to see her there too. Yes. Not even her perform. I just hoping to catch a glimpse of her in the box. Have a guess how much you think a GA ticket it is. It should be like 180 bucks. Oh, north. Very north. 380 bucks? Very north. 1,000. North. 10,000? To go to the Super Bowl. For the most expensive Super Bowl there is. GA ticket, $8,000. Oh. No one, as a, who can afford that? You can get tickets for up to 50K for like the corporate suites and stuff like that. So where sort of she would be, yeah, those yeah, yeah. tickets are 50 grand. Yeah. But for the average person. 8K. 8 US dollars. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. That's closer to what? 16,000 Australian. Yeah. <gasps> How wild is that? Oh my God. Is that the price they have been since they started dating Travis and, and Taylor with the assumption if she does go no, all I the way? No, I think the ticket, they like... go on sale after they work out what teams are in the game. Right. And so now they've worked, and also they're two big franchises that are playing. There's all that sort of stuff yes, as well. Yes. But just a perfect storm of how expensive it is. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, $8,000 to go see the Super Bowl. <laughs> Could you imagine that? No, I can't. You know I'm not a huge fan of sport in general. That is a and also, if you go, you pay 8K to watch your team and they lose. That is a lot of money on a lost day. But hey, did I see Taylor Swift? <laughs> Hell I'm yeah, right winning. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. This is Jess and Ducko. If you lose your partner to a book, uh, specifically the Sarah J Mass books, the new one, the new Crescent City novel came out. If you don't know what I'm talking about, obviously it would sound like another language. But the, the ones that do, this thing is everywhere. That's right. It, it has absolutely exploded, this yeah. series. On social media, in real... What did you say? Translated to 38, 38 language. languages. How's this? People are now... Her character's names are like Aelin, Selena, Nehemia. People are calling their kids that. Oh, my God. It's like New Game of Thrones. It it's is. like when Khaleesi started trending as new baby names. Yes. She's infiltrated popular culture, Pop Sarah culture. J. Absolutely. Mass. You lost your wife and your sister-in-law who was down visiting. Yep. Visiting just, from another state and then didn't want to go outside. They just wanted to read that book all weekend. Just had a reading party. So we wanted to ask on 131060, did you lose your partner to this series? Has it happened before? Angus has texted in, Ducko. Oh, yes. saying, on the text line, 04 Of course, said, look, it wasn't a book, but when the new season of Emily in Paris no. dropped, Jess disappeared from bed <laughs> to watch the Ten, that... ten part season um, in one evening. That's just your husband texting in. That's right. I, love, em- dirty laundry. I love Emily in Paris <laughs> okay. more than my family. <laughs> uh, John's on the line on thirteen ten sixty. John, has this happened to you? Have you lost your partner to a novel? Yeah, mate, I have actually. Um, it wasn't the one we thought you guys were talking about, but it's a Christine Spearhead novel. Okay. Uh, it's about uh, mythical vampires and shapeshifters and stuff like that that fall in love. And for the last six months or more, probably, I've um, tried to instigate a, a date night with my partner, but got, like, harshly pushed aside due to this goddamn book that I'm so over. <laughs> Just fa- a fantasy book where they're all, you know, it's fantasy porn, essentially, yeah, John. That's it, what it is, is. Is this series a sexy hey, one as well, John? It is, it is like softcore porn at its best, really. Like, <laughs> I love this. So, John, will you literally say that? They're ready. I sat there and read a chapter with her, and I'm just like, hey, I'm kind of in the mood. She's, no, I've got to finish. <laughs> oh, so John's trying to, you know, meet her on her He's level. He's trying to do it here. Do you want to go out for dinner? No, I want to stay in. All right, well, let me get involved. No. John's dressing as a shapeshifter. He'll do whatever he can. Oh, John. Mate, I'll be calm.
like I'll become one of the novelty things just so I can, you know, have something. Nah, no way. But of course, our son, our son will get named after a book or someone she has a crush on in the book, Javier. Oh yeah, that's. Not- Oh, my gosh, she's named the kid after a character. John's going on a rip and Duck, I think you need to start a support group. We have some passionate people here who need a friendly ear. John sounds really upset. <laughs> He's really he, upset about John, it. Poor John has lost his partner. This could end. This could end horribly for God John. Forbid, I didn't catch the name of that series, but don't tell Morgan. There's another series <laughs> like no it Jess and Ducko. You might think I'm in a good little routine. I'm in a good little rhythm. I can guarantee you, according to the University of Westminster, You're not. I think we're all doing it wrong. Okay, good. Because they have come out with some new research about the exact times we should be doing daily activities for optimal health and mental load and and all this stuff. When our bodies are functioning for that specific moment. Now, I know we do not have the average schedule, Ducko, doing this job. But can I ask, what time is your alarm set to wake up in the morning? Oh, like 20 past four? Yeah, so like a round number? Yeah. Wrong. According to this study, we should be waking up between 5.22 and 7.21 specifically. Obviously, those times between 5.20 and 7.21. Exactly. 5.22 and 7.21. They have gone to the minute. They are saying either side of that, higher levels of stress hormones. No, we're doomed. Okay. If you're out of bed, um, you might be thinking, all right, well, I need to wake up a little bit. I'll get a coffee into me. Then maybe I'll think about breakfast. Wrong. We need to be eating breakfast before 8 a.m. And before we do that, we should brush our teeth. They're saying brush your teeth before eating. You've got to do that. That's Yeah. Do you not do that? Brush your teeth before Yeah, eating. yeah, but pre, absolutely. Doesn't that counteract the point of brushing your teeth if no, then because you're when, getting your muesli stuck in between your molars? No, because you're, you're meant to sort of clean them beforehand when you wake up after uh, overnight. Have you already read this study? That's that's absolutely that's just, what they're saying. No, I've just been to the dentist a fair bit in my time. <laughs> I've, you, I've got a few fillings. Shouldn't you have your yucky sleep breath, morning yeah. breath, yeah. eat... Get all gunky and then brush? No, you meant to brush first. I can't remember the technical reason. As, I mean, we need to get my... We might uh, have to get Dentist Ryan dentist back Rob on, on the phone because that's absolutely right on me. No, his name's Again. Ryan. I got his name wrong. <laughs> He's my friend. He's your mate. <laughs> <laughs> then after we've eaten, that's when we can have coffee, optimal drinking time between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. That feels late for me. Yeah. If I'm having a coffee after midday, I'm not sleeping that night. Your level of alertness is linked to cortisol production, which peaks between eight and nine. Okay. So you don't need to have it beforehand, they're saying. Just okay. wait. Wait and a your bit. Your body will naturally do it. Yeah. Now, working out, Ducko, this is a big one, I think, for the region. You should work out between 6.30 and 8.30 a.m. After oh. that, not good. Oh. Unless it's late in the evening, between 6 and 8 p.m. Then you'll be too jacked and awake. Well, that's the thing. They're saying working out in the evening helps with building muscle. Okay. There you go. Well, none of these sound good for us in terms of we get up too early. Absolutely we're working out too not, late. Not applicable for us. This is what I like, though, Ducko. Yeah. If you're thinking about something, don't you dare think about stuff before 11 or after 12. Your thinking hour is between 11 a.m. and 12 p.m. What? If something's been weighing on your mind, the best time to really drill down and focus is between 11 a.m. and 12. Okay. I'm assuming they're saying with that, 
You've had enough time to wake up. Your breakfast has kicked in. Your coffee's kicked in. That's when you're going to get the best brain power. Right. You get the best after results. That, don't bother thinking, I nah, say. No. Nah. That's what everyone's going to say at work and they're rolling on Monday. Well, it's said not to think. Exactly. After 12, tell your boss. Sorry, according to this study. Can't do it. Uh, this one I've been doing for, for ages, napping between 12 and 4. I'm going to take that as you should nap for four hours. I don't I don't think so. That puts you into a deep, deep sleep. And then this one, yeah. eating dinner, optimal time to do it. Whatever, I guess, works with your daily schedule, but you should eat no later than three hours before bedtime. Three hours. Because if you go into bed on a full tum-tum, right. we're affecting our dreams. We're f- affecting that REM cycle. We're not really lulling ourselves into the best sleep possible. Okay. So make sure you have your dinner and then you watch a three-hour-long movie or watch a whole season of your favourite TV show, maybe read a whole book. Yeah. you just got to stay awake stay for Stay awake for the three, three hours. hours. Yes. Who can actually live like this? I have no idea. So the but, University of Westminster, I mean, we're yeah. setting our alarms for 5.22. Yep. We're eating dinner three hours before. Yeah. We're getting seven hours, obviously, of sleep. We're Absolutely. Gonna, we're cramming it all in. Yeah, okay, good. So the average person can really get all this done. Get it sorted. This is Jess and Ducko. Simple as ABC. Jess and Ducko's 10K Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. On it. 30 seconds to answer 10 questions, all starting with the same letter. Have to take your first answer. You can't use the same answer twice. And if you're unsure of the question, just say pass. Of course, we come back. If there is time, the stakes we are playing for today, $10,000. We go to you, Brad. Good morning. Morning, mate. How are you? Brad, we're fantastic. Thank you. We've given the letter away multiple times on air on the Jess and Ducko Instagram. Tell me you heard it. I think I did. Was it K? Yeah. He's got it. Makes me nervous that you're on the fence there, Brad. Have you done any homework? Have you been Googling? Oh, no, I haven't been Googling. I'm at work, mate. So Okay. Yeah. He's, well, been, he's been working in his head. We know? gave let's, the letter away. Hopefully that was enough for Brad. Yeah. To let's, now give let's him... Let's just wing it. Yeah. Let's just wing it. Oh, what are you going to do with the 10 grand? Well, I'd spend it on... Uh, we just ended up moving three hours away, so we'll probably recoup a bit of money from that and yep. spend it on the kids and the missus. So. I love it. Let's do it. Treat well, the family. Brad, you are correct. The letter is K, which I think in our history is the most successful it is. letter, don't you reckon? It is. The most winningest of letters. That's right. So, Brad, there's something in the air for you, brother. Are you ready to go? Oh, uh, guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brad is just cruising, isn't he? Brad is just. Yeah. I'm just getting it done. Um, Here we go. Your time will start after the first question, Brad. Starting with the letter K. We need you to name somewhere you buy food. Uh, pass. Something you can learn. Kindness. A fighting style. Karate. A sportsman. Uh, pass. A marsupial. Koala. A kid's toy. Pass. A 2000s movie. Pass. A unit of measurement. Kilometres. A politician. Hey, a type of alcohol. Pass. Somewhere you Ah, uh, uh, no. I'm going to give you 50% there. It's a pass mark. You got five. Okay, Brad. Fuck up. Uh, Probably no. double points for kindness. Kindness Something was a great learn. answer. That's one of the great answers, Kindness Brad. was a good answer. That's I did, I did nice. enjoy that. Uh, That's a dad right there. I would there. have also <laughs> accepted like um, karate or Korean, but kindness... I'll take it. I love it. Sportsman, uh, Kalen Ponga, Kobe Bryant, a kid's toy could have been a kite or a, the Ken doll, trending right now. Of course. A 2000s movie. 
I should have said kaleidoscope. No, that's... Hey, mate, if you said kaleidoscope, that's double points. Some of the great answers. I know. Uh, 2000's movie was Kill Bill and a type of alcohol. He ran out of time, Kahlua or Kraken. Uh, something, uh, you, something you can uh, yeah, food, get food as well, KFC. Uh, Bradley. Bradley. Oh, Bradley, unlucky, you're buddy. a delight regardless, my friend. Thank you very much for joining the show. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Still get 100 bucks to spend with Cheeky Chickadee. Check out their fun matching swimwear for the whole family. That's Brad, all yours, how Brad. how do you feel about matching Thanks, swimmers? <laughs> Come you on, the you Cheeky Chickadee, uh, Brad. I think uh, I think I would have the body to pull it off. Yeah, <laughs> I don't believe you for a second. Jess and Ducko. I want to ask parents across the region, what is the unexpected thing your kid is just obsessed with? Mm. Now, look, if you want to call and say bluey or something that is kid relevant, yep. by all means, 13, 10, 60, we'd love to hear from you. I'm more looking for the left of centre things. Right. But you're going, why this? Uh, a couple of weekends ago, we had uh, some great mates come and visit us and they've got a two-year-old son. Now, I've got a three-month-old daughter. She's not exactly obsessed with anything except maybe my boobies. Yes. Okay? But that makes sense because they are her food source. (laughs) They're her everything, right? They're her everything, exactly. But Xander, gorgeous two-year-old boy, started acting up a little bit. He's in a new place. He's a bit unsettled. It was his first plane trip. You know, he was a little bit out of sorts. And my mate Em, his mum went, look, would you mind if we put the TV on for for Xander? And I thought she was going to say, can you find Bluey? Can you find a cartoon? She went, no, have you got YouTube on on the TV? They love YouTube. They love YouTube. And I said, yeah, what do I look up? She goes, can you look up? Trams leaving the depot after tram strike. <laughs> Wait, what's that? That's me. That's me. Tra- that's a train. That's okay, it's my powerful train. Okay, thank you. you tram. You this kid, yeah. you should have seen. So he was a bit squealy, a bit whingy. We put the trams leaving the depot, and on. it gets him going, mate. It's a two-hour still footage. It's almost like they've set up a tripod of the depot of trams, and it's just. Tram after tram. What? Turning a bend, leaving. And that gets him going. He sat there in silence and she went, I feel like such a bad parent putting this on, you know, screen time. There's worse things he could be watching. 100%. This kid, I'm like, he's got a future in logistics. It's no Coco Melon or whatever, you know? At least it's not that. At least it's not that. This kid. And then we went out for dinner and again, two years old, we're at a nice place. She's like, oh, get the iPad out. Trams leaving the tram depot. The same video. The kid is just obsessed with the most mundane, boring. Maybe it's the ding he likes. Maybe it's the shape. I don't know what it is because you can't exactly get a straight answer from a two-year-old. It's bizarre what they like. It's bizarre. Because, again, those kids' shows you can understand. But some of the things you go... I don't, I don't get it. We asked on Jess and Ducko yes. on Instagram the number of people who said our ceiling fan, <laughs> just like watching the ceiling fan, just like watching. Hey, that's easy, that's cheap. Ceiling. Turn that one and watch, buddy. Just watch. It's yeah. like, are you attaching streamers? Are you attaching balloons? No, no, no. Just a turned, turned, just an on ceiling, ceiling fan. fan turned on. Unbelievable. Keeps them occupied for ages. Someone's got in touch and said tsunami decision and disaster planning. Disaster planning. They're obsessed with disaster (laughs) planning for their kid. That's a bit of a doomsdayer. That's Uh, funny, isn't it? Well, that kid knows where the world's heading. They're like, we've got to get a bunker. Where's our disaster plan, mum and dad? So is it my friend's two-and-a-half-year-old was obsessed with watching lawnmower repairs on YouTube? They're going to be handy when they're older. You just oh, know it. Is this a glimpse into their future? It exactly. Could be. They're going to, you know, Jim's mowing, maybe a mechanic, really work with their hands. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> someone said the Woolies Fresh magazine. Just loves reading the Woolies magazine. What? Is that? That's 
free, isn't it? There you go. These free hobbies that our kids are obsessed with. Yeah. Who cares? By all means. <laughs> this is great. So 13, 10, 60. What is the unexpected thing that your kid is obsessed with? Look, the more mundane, the better, I say. Yeah. Let's get an insight into the kids across the region. Call of Fame is 500 bucks to spend at Williams at Jewelers as well. And time for Valentine's Day. Jess and Ducko. This is Jess and Ducko. We're asking for the unexpected thing your kid is obsessed with. That's right. We had a two-year-old visiting the other day uh, with his parents, of course. And when he got <laughs> a little bit whingy, when he got a little bit unsettled, of course, the iPad comes out that he's very, it's fair enough. Yeah. You just need to live your life sometimes. And I thought, oh, what are we putting on? Bluey? Peppa Pig? Yeah. What are the kids into these days? And my girlfriend said, nah, can you please look up trams leaving the depot? <laughs> After a tram strike. That is strange. So there was many trams, but they are slow-moving beasts. And this kid, enraptured, I've never seen seen anything like it. So I used to be obsessed when I was a kid with watching, like, um, uh, trucks and stuff like that and diggers and stuff like that, work sites. I used to be obsessed with that. Why do I feel like that's okay? But trams... It does feel more normal, doesn't it? It feels more normal. Maybe it's more accepted. Maybe it's it's more of a common thing. Yeah. Um, But uh, Laura got in touch on the Jess and Ducko Instagram and she said her kid's obsessed with goats. And that's what I'm looking for here. That's fun. That's always easy to go and find the goat, though. No, it's not. Unless you put them on TV. It's like a goal in soccer when you do get one. When you see a goat goat in the wild. Absolutely. Nothing better. Jill on 131060. Good morning, Jill. Hi. How are you? Wonderful. Thanks, babe. What is the unexpected thing your kid is obsessed with? So my two-year-old is obsessed with watching um, YouTube videos of other people unboxing and playing with trucks and trains. It's weird, Jill. What they're, they're so obsessed with watching other people do things, right? Oh, it's crazy. More than they're obsessed with playing with them themselves? Like, he will have a handful of cars, like, holding the cars while he's watching the video. But I just want to watch the video. And, and yeah. unboxing as well, too. Like, the boringest thing you can do. Do you know get. what? I can't judge these kids because I watch people wash their face. Yeah. I love watching Get Ready With Me where people do their skincare routine. You have some good Get Ready With Me. Good commentary, actually. Absolutely, we yeah, do. Yeah. Uh, Susanna on 131060, good morning. Hello, how are you going? Wonderful, thanks, babe. What's the unexpected thing, the left of centre thing your kid is just obsessed with? Uh, my daughter Lily is 15 months old and she loves the washing machine. She tries to put a pasta packet this morning, okay. the milk bottle out of the recycling bin, <laughs> her books, um, any sort of toys she has, things they need to wash, I suppose. She wants to wash them. It's not just like a storage cupboard. She goes, now turn it on. Let's give these a rinse. (laughs) If if you want to keep her quiet, just put on a cycle. Here you go. Sit sit in front of this. We've got an hour. She stands and watches it. It's very mesmerizing, I guess. The clothes spinning and... How bizarre. Yeah, it's like hypnosis for the kids. Once again, though, cheap and easy. Exactly. And I've got to put a load on anyway. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Kira, uh, finishes up here. Unexpected thing your kid's obsessed with. Uh, my youngest son is obsessed with lawns and mowing the lawn and the types of equipment that you use. Okay, Kira, I have had in my notes something I've wanted to bring to the program. Mm. Is your man obsessed with lawn? Because my husband has made me do things around the lawn that I'm like, why are you? This is just. As in, while well, I get you to do it because he finds it sexy. Watching. No, as in, oh. I put a photo up and the lawn wasn't looking great and he made me delete it. Yeah. Your, how old it's, the, you? it's hitting the pride. Ev- yes. How old's your son, Kira? He is four, so he goes out with his dad every night to water the lawn, their topsoil, and they go to Bunnings quite regularly so he can test out all the mowers. 
Then yeah. if he goes to his man and pop's house and the lawn isn't to their li- his liking, he'll tell them that you need to mow your yard. <laughs> oh, my Gives God. Gives them lessons. Yes. Four years old, obsessed with lawn. That's exactly what I was looking for. Mate, it starts young. It does start These young. obsessions. It does start young. Okay. I can safely say I've never been one of those people obsessed with lawn. You're not one of the dudes obsessed. You need to have a lesson with Kira's oh, four-year-old. Yeah, I do it. I should. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. Yesterday, team went to Bunnings. Were you on the hunt for those gnomes I saw everywhere on social media? Oh, the, the bluey ones? The bluey gnomes. No, I didn't need the bluey gnomes in my house. Okay, my well, dog would have had a conniption. She'd yeah, been fair. very frightened. Who's this intruder? I went because my wife had a reading party and I was very bored and I was like, well, I'm going to do the yard and then realised my whippersnipper's on the fritz, so I needed a new whippersnipper. No judgment. Yeah. How did you know the whippersnipper was broken? Because I can't imagine you're particularly good at tools or work. Well, it just s- didn't turn on. Oh, so, okay. I mean, that's a, do it. that's a telltale sign. That'll do it. <laughs> I could probably go take and get repaired. It wasn't the most expensive whippersnipper. We also had a little voucher from work from, I don't know, for being good employees or something like that. Yeah, I think it was uh, Christmas present, but yeah, sure. And I was like, I'll use part of this as the voucher. That'll be easy. Okay, Daddy's getting a new whippersnipper. Yeah, I, 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 Bunnings is great. I personally don't like Bunnings. I'm a bit of a fish out of water when I go there. Yeah. I'm not the it's handiest. intimidating. It is. It's intimidating. I'm not the handiest bloke. You never, you never know where anything is, mm. but I knew with the whippersnipper. I'm surprised up. you have a whippersnipper because you've got a lawnmower. Yep. But you are, you're getting the snip out as well. Well, you got the edges. Mate, they grow. See, okay, that's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'd mean, stop at lawn mowing. I, I can do stuff. You know, I'm just not necessarily that good at it. I'm going to keep making you justify it, but sure. <laughs> so, so I rock up to Bunnings and I'm like, you know what? I'm getting an electric whippersnipper. I don't have that big a lawn. There's a front and a back. It's not that big. The petrol one's good. Like, they work way better. Is but that what you did have? Yes. Petrol? And it was great. You mix it with petrol and a bit of oil, do that. But I was like, I can't be bold to go to the servo and get petrol and fill it up when I need to. And yeah, let's just get electric. I've heard a lot of mixed reports on electric. Pardon my ignorance, Ducker, because yeah. I too have no idea what you're talking about. With electric, do you literally have to keep it plugged in the whole time or is it a charge It's charged like a battery. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. I'm sitting there in Bunnings looking at the whippersnippers. Looking Why at the... are you sitting? Were you on the ground? Did you freak out? <laughs> okay, I'm standing in Bunnings. Jeez. Looking at the whippersnippers. Like a toddler tantrum. I don't get it. Someone come help me. I must have been because I held up one brand and I was like looking at it for so long and my face must have just rated confusion because this guy was with his family next to me. He goes, don't do it, mate. And I was like, what? Not He's an like, employee. Nah, just a random. He goes, they're gutless. Don't do it. He's like, I was you. Three years ago, trying to make this decision, and I've never regretted anything more in my life. Oh, so he'd bought this, yeah. and he had buyer's regret. Yep. What does gutless mean? The engine doesn't have as much torque. Like, it's not a, it's not as powerful, which is true, because it's electric. It's not petrol. Again, pardon my ignorance, Ducko. We're yeah. talking about blades of grass. Yeah, whip How much grunt do you need well, to combat a blade of grass? A fair bit. for the really? for the ed- For the edges and stuff like that. It's grass. Yeah. Surely any sort of blade will do the job. There's just so much wrong with what you're saying. I don't know what to unpack it. Let's not dig down it because I've got to press on with my story. Sure, sorry. So my I... husband is probably screaming at the radio <laughs> yeah, yeah. right now. A lot I'm of people get probably a are. Yeah, a lot of people are. So <laughs> he then says to me, they're gutless, like, don't get one. And I was sort of like, oh, yeah, but, mate, I have a petrol one. It's sort of broken. Are they really that bad? And he goes, trust me, I've had to pay for three batteries in my time. They don't oh. tell you that it's cheaper in the box and then the battery's expensive. It comes as a separate price. Okay. I, I'm denied. I was like, okay, oh, thanks. Oh, battery's not included sort of thing. In this one specific one. Yeah. I left him and I walked to the, the petrol ones and I was like, nah, stick to your gut. You said you're going to get electric. Just What's do it. What's the price difference? A bit of a price difference. Yeah, a couple hundred okay. bucks. And I was like, you said you're going to get electric. Just just. Just do it. What's the worst that can Back happen? Yourself in, you, got, you got a voucher. I went, I grabbed it. I didn't want him to see me. I'm lined up waiting to go. He walks past no. me as I'm lined up and he goes, don't say I didn't warn you. 
Swear, I swear, it's like when I walked out with this box with the electric, it's like every male looks at you like, you poor bastard. Wrong choice. I walked out, another guy said, return it now. Are you joking? No, it's a full thing. I then whip it out at home. I had to this wait. This is like, the Bunnings community just trying to help each other yeah. out even as we're walking out with a new purchase. People were so staunched about it. Wow. I then had to take it home. You have to charge it first. It took ages to charge. So I start mowing. I'm doing oh, the hedging. No. I'm doing other things, waiting for it to charge. When it finally charges and I'd like set it all up and stuff, I like uh, get it ready. I'm like doing it. And sure enough, you can realize that it doesn't have enough. Like you're working it's harder. Weak. It's a bit weaker, but it did the job. You may as well be on your hands and knees with a pair of scissors. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. It's still do the job. My thumb is sore because you like press your thumb in to like hold the trigger. God, even my Dyson, you can just turn it on. I know. You know what I mean? I know. I'm at the front and my neighbours across the road yesterday afternoon doing like washing their cars. There's two blokes. And I swear, I swear they were laughing at me yeah. using the electric whippersnapper out the front doing my like... You in your Birkenstocks? God, I wasn't in Birkenstocks. <laughs> I bet you you were. I was in my with pink... your electric... Oh, you were... What? I was <laughs> in my pink, pink sunnies with my bucket hat. My Broncos Shirtless bucket hat. probably with your electric <laughs> whippersnapper. Yeah, I've just never seen the street. I've never seen so many males react to it in one thing walking out. Like I was embarrassed to buy it. Wow! And yet you didn't heed the advice of all the men who tried to help. I you. know they did try. I just wanted to back myself in. Nah, what? Where do you get off backing yourself in? I was also being a bit cheap. I was like, ah, no, I'll save a hundred bucks. <laughs> that was the Jess and Ducko podcast. This is Yuma Crispy Bacon Deluxe now at Macca's.